Hello and welcome to week two of Lessons in Lockdown. My name's Andy and I'm part of the staff team here at Chichester Baptist Church. It's great to be joined by my friends Ella and Tabitha this week. I'm going to be opening up a bit of Psalm 119 for us and we're going to be thinking about how God's word speaks in every situation, in every season. God's word speaks and I'm going to be having a conversation with Ella and Tabitha about their experience in lockdown and how God's word has spoken to them in this time as well. As we start, we're going to read some verses from Psalm 119. You can follow along with us at home if you want. We're going to read from verse 9 to verse 16. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord, teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees, I will not neglect your word. Brilliant, and God's word speaks in every situation. We're gonna spend a few minutes thinking about four different ways in which God's word speaks and has spoken during lockdown. The first thing I want to point out is that God's word speaks and people have been hungry to know God in this season. Research has shown that one in four people in the UK have joined in an online service, way more than normal church attendance, that many people have been trying prayer. We've had 40 people joining our online alpha course, way more than normal. There is evidence that people are hungry to know God and God's word speaks. People have found out that God's word is relevant and that God wants to know us and loves us and is present in the middle of our confusion and all that's going on. God's word speaks and people are hungry to know him. The second thing I want to point out is that God's word speaks in every situation. I love Psalm 119. It's all about God's word from start to finish. It's the longest of the Psalms and it's really carefully put together. There's stanzas of eight verses the whole way through. And if you were to read it in the original language, you would see that each stanza begins with a letter of the alphabet. And then each phrase begins with that same letter. It's poetically and carefully put together and it speaks in every situation. Let me give some of the examples that we find in Psalm 119 of how God's work speaks in so many different situations. You want to be pure in how you live? Verse 9, live according to his word. You want to avoid sin? Verse 11, hide God's word in your heart. You need counsel and advice in life. Verse 24, look to God's statutes. Feeling low? Verse 25, let God's word preserve you. Feeling weary and sad? Strengthen me according to your word, verse 28 says. Tempted by materialism and worthless things? Verse 37, allow God's word to preserve your life. Want to know God's love and saving plan, like many people who've been exploring Alpha? Verse 41, look to the promises of his word. 
Want to be free? Verse 45, seek out God's precepts. Need comfort in your suffering and hardship? Well, the psalmist discovered that God's promise preserves my life. And I could go on, I'm not even halfway through Psalm 119 in picking out those examples. But God's word speaks in every situation. Thirdly, God's word speaks as we dive into it. If you were to go to the doctor and be given some medicine that would hopefully bring the healing that you need, bring the transformation that you need, it would only work, it would only make a difference if you were to open it and apply it as recommended. And the same is true with God's word. It's saving power, it's transformative power, it's life-giving power only works as we dive into it. That's been my experience. I've been privileged to join in lots of different ways during lockdown of diving into God's word uh, with my kids in different ways, in my family life, um, with these online services, having to prepare messages and watch some great messages and hear and see how God's word speaks. In some of the youth work we've carried on meeting on Zoom and dived into God's word. And I've been pleasantly surprised time after time about how God's word has spoken. But like a medicine, it only speaks, only has its power if we open it and if we dive into it. And fourthly, God's word speaks, so let us not neglect it. Verse 16 of Psalm 119 says, I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Life has been different, hasn't it, in this last six months. It's been hard, for some it's been lonely. Normal things haven't been taking place in the same way. I want to encourage us, as many things have changed, not to neglect God's word. Maybe you're not currently in a pattern, a habit of reading the Bible. Maybe you've never had a go at reading the Bible. Maybe you're someone who's been reading the Bible pretty much every day during lockdown. Wherever you're at, we want to encourage you. We want to invite you to join in our Bible reading plan as together we seek not to neglect God's word but to dive into it. It's called Words of Hope. Already 190 of you have signed up. It starts tomorrow. We're going to have five readings a week that you can subscribe to over the next seven weeks. Each day there'll be a little Bible reading video that you can watch from someone from the church and there'll be someone sharing a three-minute reflection on the Bible reading that we've looked at. We're going to be looking at seven words in the New Testament and how they help us to understand kind of the big picture of what's going on in the New Testament. And we're expectant that God wants to speak to us through his word. And so today we thought about how God's word speaks. It speaks and we've seen how people are hungry to know God. God's word speaks in every situation. God's word speaks as we dive into it. And God's word speaks. So come on church. Let us not neglect God's word, but let us dive into it together. So great to have Ella and Tabitha with me to help think through some lessons from lockdown, thinking about how God's word speaks today. Now, some people will be like your best friends watching and be like, that's my friend, nice to see her. Other people maybe haven't met you before. So um, Ella, why don't you just tell us, um, what, what was life like for you during lockdown? How was it different to normal? Yeah, so... Um... I think my lockdown experience has probably been quite similar to most people's. Um, hasn't been the most interesting time, um, but I would say that a lot 
um, of positive things have come out of it. Um, I think I've really actually kind of enjoyed having just time to sit and to learn new skills. Like I picked up the guitar for the first time in a long time, um, just to like paint and really just to spend more time with my family. And yeah, I'd just say I actually kind of enjoyed having time where I wouldn't usually just to sit and spend a lot more time with God. So. Yeah, I think it's actually been quite fun. And um, normally you're at college, so yeah. what, what's that been? Obviously you weren't going in. So. Yeah, so uh, half of my lessons went to online and we still had to try and complete our practical work because um, I'm doing musical theatre, so it's not exactly ideal to be doing a dance lesson over Zoom. But um, yeah, I continued doing that and learning theory at home, but obviously it's not the same experience, but we did what we could. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you, Tabitha? What's lockdown life been like for you? Yeah, so my start of lockdown involved a very quick move back home. Because, uh, Which is I'm where? Where's home? South Wales. Okay. So um, the announcement was made that lockdown was put in place and then I quickly packed up all of my stuff where I was living and made my way home back to Wales, which I wasn't expecting to happen so quickly, but um, did. And uh, similar to Ella really, uh, uni went online so that involved kind of online singing lessons which are quite interesting compared to in-person singing lessons and online lectures and basically just completing the work but at home instead without the kind of normal support of uni but yeah similar I'm normally so busy because I study music so there's a lot of kind of extracurricular and concerts which I was expecting from March to the yeah. summer that were suddenly cancelled and then um, for the first time really since coming to uni like I didn't have to look at my diary because there was nothing on which initially I was thinking what, what am I going to do in this space like this is I can't I can't do this but actually yeah I picked up knitting I was just able to to sing and play for fun and not have to work towards anything so actually yeah considering I was under one roof with five of the people and a dog for quite a long time it, it was actually yeah really nice time so some good things during the season for, for both of you and um, we're thinking about how god's word speaks today um just any stories you could share of how you've helped to kind of dive into god's word um during this season yeah so as i was saying i suddenly had so much more time and so i didn't have the excuse anymore of oh i can't really dive into god's word today because I'm in uni from this time to this time where I've got this on. So actually having the time meant that every day in the morning I was able to just sit and um, get stuck into God's word and pray, which was amazing because I don't think I've had a time in my life where I've read the Bible every day without without a gap because there's been nothing else to fill it. Yeah. So that was really good kind of for my own personal kind of engagement with the Bible. And then I was really fortunate that um, Ian Crossy from CBC started a, a Bible course mm -hmm. with some of us in the 18 to 25 small group and kind of people that we know, which was just amazing to get first stuck into the Gospels and seeing how they're different. And it just brought it to life, really, seeing that, you know, these kind of biographies of Jesus' life were, were written for real people and looking at the differences and then getting stuck into the Old Testament and basically just spending a few times a week getting stuck into bits of the Bible that, you know, the pages are a bit stuck together because you probably yeah. wouldn't really want to be looking at Old Testament law, but actually seeing how that is relevant today and just 
yeah, being able to to meet people that I like had wouldn't necessarily have met really had we not been doing the course. Who I've now studied the Bible with for months, which yeah. is just amazing. That's great. I've spoken to a few others that have done mm. part of that group and they absolutely loved it as well. Yeah. So thanks to Ian for um, all your time you've put into that. That's, that's great to hear. And it's been great, although you were in South Wales. I've seen yeah. your face lots of times, joining in church mm. prayer meetings, commenting on, on the service and stuff. So you've still kind of felt part of the yeah, church in this definitely. time, even though you've been away. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. I think that was one of the amazing things, really, that normally, being in Chichester, I wouldn't be able to go to my home church in South Wales and vice versa if I was in South Wales I couldn't just quickly come to a service in Chichester but it meant that I could for the first time connect with both at the same time yeah. which was which was a bit of a pick really of being online. Great and what about you Ella how have you kind of been able to use this time to dive into God's work what's that look like for you? Uh, yeah like you were saying I think I've had more time than I would ever have just to sit and actually dive into God's word and I, it's the first time we've properly said I'm actually going to try and read the Bible each day and um, I was encouraged by my friend um, to join a online Zoom class with um, loads of other women across the world um, and that really kind of inspired me and showed me that there are parts of the gospel that are really encouraging and really kind of empowering for young women and it kind of showed me that there is more in the Bible than I think and that um, by getting into it and really taking the time to process what has been written for us, um, that I can learn so much about my worth in Jesus. And um, yeah, it's just been really encouraging to actually try and get into the Word each day. Yeah. That's brilliant. I've um, enjoyed being part of a small group, uh, kind of 16 to 18 group that we do um, with them. We've been um, doing stuff online as well, haven't we, on, on Zoom. And um, one thing I've really enjoyed is, is when we kind of looked at something, Every week, people have had kind of a, a takeaway thought, something that's connected, um, which is which has been great. How about something personal, then, Ella? Can you think of an, uh, a kind of specific example mm -hmm. of how God's spoken to you through His Word in in the last six months? Yeah, I've got two kind of three main things. Um, first of all, I think I've realised how much I love worship and how much not having live worship at church has impacted me and. Um, I've, like I said, picked up the guitar and really tried to connect a lot more with it, learning more worship songs and um, leading my own little worship in my own room, yeah, that's great. Um, which is something that I've really enjoyed doing and something that um, I'm looking a lot more into now. Um, second of all, I would say I've learned that I'm not too young for God to use me, which I probably thought, I was like, oh no, I'll just wait until I'm old and mature and know everything, but actually um, God works in every age little children old people like he just works with everyone so um yeah knowing that i can be used by god to um share the gospel um, but also yeah just the fact that actually sharing the gospel isn't as hard as you think and when you um ask god to kind of prepare you for it and um speak directly to people that it can really impact their lives so yeah, just learning that it's okay to put yourself out there and have a little bit of confidence and say, I, I can do this. Um, yeah, and just being brave and sharing the gospel. That's brilliant. Um, it's just the three of us in the room today. If the room had been full, I can sense many people saying, Amen, and cheer for everyone, <laughs> and lots of nodding heads there. So that's great. Ella, what about you, Tamara? Can I think of a personal example of God speaking to you? Yeah, well, I guess before lockdown, I kind of 
had it in my head that God didn't really speak to me very often in kind of big ways. But I started keeping like a notebook where if like particular verses resonated or kind of really spoke to me that I wrote them down. And it turns out that God speaks quite a lot, which was kind of a good thing to learn. And I think something that was kind of really repetitive for me, particularly at the start of lockdown when everything just felt out of control. It was like, goodness me, like it just feels like nobody, nobody's on the throne. Nobody's in control of this chaos. But um, I was working through some of the Psalms and both Psalm 2 and Psalm 22 have that word enthroned in them. Mm-hmm. And the idea that you know, God is on the throne, which was just such a relief and really like spoken to my life at that point. And I thought, you know what, there is, there is someone in control of this. Yeah. And that theme has just repeatedly come up. Like I've been reading Isaiah and the passage where it's like, and the government will be on his shoulders. Mm. Like, I don't know about anyone else, but with everything that's going on, you kind of feel like our kind of destiny kind of like lies in what the government are going to decide to do. But actually like the government are on Jesus' shoulders and he's the one that's in control. So I think that's something that's, yeah, really spoken to me in this time. That's brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, we talked about how God's word speaks, and so maybe we'll just grab hold of that thought about God being enthroned, that he is the one who's king, as we pray to finish. So let's pray. And Father God, we do thank you that you love to speak to us through your word. We pray you do that as we embark on this journey of words of hope. And we grab hold of that thought from the scriptures that you are enthroned, that you are the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And that gives us hope and confidence today. Thank you that you are the king, that you are sovereign. And your word also tells us to pray for our leaders. And so we do pray for our government in a time when there's been, in a week, when there's been uh, more announcements made. We pray that you would help our government as they seek to lead through this really tricky season. Please bring wisdom. Please put the right advisors around them. Please keep them healthy. We pray for our government this time. We thank you as a church family that we can hear from your word, that we can enjoy it and that we can expect that you want to speak to us in this season. We look forward to hearing more stories of your word at work in our lives and in our world. And we pray together in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Goodbye, everyone.